Our reading this morning from the gospel is a familiar one. A woman comes to Jesus and anoints him. And there were those there who looked upon this as a total waste, and they voiced their objections. Jesus, on the other hand, commends the woman for her action. Three things which strike me about her giving and her gift. First, it is generous generous beyond measure, generous enough perhaps even to accommodate a whole shovel if it was there to be used. But she was generous. A bottle of the most costly perfume, and ladies will know better than I do, that you usually use it in little drops on the wrist or some other part of your body. To take a a whole bottle of perfume, which in Jesus' day, this woman, it would have cost a a laborer a year's wages, she pours the whole bottle over Jesus' head. Don't go home, ladies, and practice pouring the perfume on your head. It's costly to do that. And so we have to think about what this lady was doing. Not only was her gift generous, it was also personal. The woman came to Jesus, came to Jesus alone. Hers was the only gift given to him. Allied to that generosity, was a sense of kindness, almost a sense of devotion, almost, you might say, a sense of love. And then it was clear that the timing of her coming, the timing of her pouring of the oil, had some meaning behind it. Jesus saw that meaning if the lady did not. He had arrived in Jerusalem only a day or two before, and he knew that very shortly he would be arrested, tried, convicted, and indeed crucified. And he would have said that here was someone who was coming to sanctify him almost before that. And he rejoiced in her kindness and in her generosity. It's a lovely story. It's a lovely story and it tells the importance of giving generously and with kindness and with an understanding of the message that it conveys to those who might witness it or hear about it. Jesus received her gift with grace and with gladness. Dr. William Barclay, the great Scottish biblical scholar, preacher, and theologian, records the story of a very, very famous academic that he shared life with in the University of Glasgow. 
and he said that this gentleman, although he was a great uh, professor, was well known for the fact that he didn't ever dress according to his status. No suit, no white shirt, no tie, something much more simple and common was enough for him. Society looked at him and shook its head. And one day, this academic was in a mainline station which was crowded with people. And this academic happened to notice an elderly lady struggling with a large, heavy suitcase. I have to struggle with my wife's large, heavy suitcase. I have a smaller suitcase and it's not so well filled. But on this occasion, the gentleman saw this old lady with her heavy case, and he went across to her and said, can I carry your case for you? And she was very delighted at his offer. She accepted it with grace and charm. And when this academic had placed her case in the carriage to which she was going, she held out her hand and said, son, this is for yourself. And into his hand was as little silver sixpence. Some of you are like me, old enough to remember what silver sixpences looked like. She was glad of his help. Sixpence was absolutely nothing to the professor, but he received her tip with thanks and the touching of his forelock. I'm not sure how many gentlemen now do that when they meet a lady. If I meet you and I don't do it, tell me. You said he touched his forelock. Jesus and a professor of note knew how to receive a gift without embarrassment to themselves or to the giver and without giving any hurt to the one who was giving them their gift. No matter what we would like to believe, you and I, we are not self-sufficient. We cannot always cope with the things that happen to us in life. There are times when our anxieties threaten us, indeed overcome us. Times when we're exhausted by the tasks of life and we need to be told, we need to be shown that we are loved. It might just be a cup of tea put into somebody's hand. It might be a jar of perfume poured over your head. Jesus, in that place and at that moment, needed the woman's action. Because of it, he knew that someone knew him and cared for him.
by itself, it was not enough. There are times when the staunchest support and care and love of those close to us is not enough to sustain us. Abraham Lincoln, the American president who led the states against the Confederacy states, and he confessed, I have often been driven to my knees because I had nowhere else to go. Some of you will have known what it is to be driven to your knees because on your knees and in touch with your loving Heavenly Father, there comes to us a degree of peace, a degree of certainty that our need will be met. You and I, we would speak to each other understanding that each of us is a person of faith. Faith begins when we know our need of God. Faith is sustained by our acceptance of God's gifts and is shown to others through our generosity to them. The story of Jesus' anointment is a story which tells us that giving is a fine and beautiful practice but most importantly, it makes us aware of receiving so that we might be gracious in our acceptance. And most importantly of all, Jesus teaches us the value of knowing our need. This morning, we sang a hymn in which there was a word which is used again and again within a communion service. A word, covenant. God so loves us that he makes a covenant with us that we will be sustained by him, that we will know his love through people, through our being on our knees that we will know that there comes a moment when we will be called, called into his kingdom to be with our risen Lord. And so as you come to this table, come knowing that here is a gift for you beyond price. Receive it graciously. Take from it strength and a sense that you are loved, not just by those around you, but your Creator, your Heavenly Father. And in your dealing with other people, you may not please use a teaspoon. I don't even ask you to use a shovel, which might be too heavy for you, but give. Give and not to count the cost for Jesus' sake. May God bless to us the preaching of his word.